The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus told his disciples this parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out at dawn to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with them for the usual daily wage, he sent them into his vineyard. Going out about nine o'clock, the landowner saw others standing idle in the marketplace. And he said to them, you too go into my vineyard and I will give you what is just. So they went off. And he went out again around noon and around three o'clock and did likewise. Going out about five o'clock, the landowner found others standing around and said to them, why do you stand here idle all day? They answered, because no one has hired us. He said to them, you too go into my vineyard. When it was evening, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, summon the laborers and give them their pay, beginning with the last and ending with the first. When those who had started about five o'clock came, each received the usual daily wage. So when the first came, they thought that they would receive more, but each of them also got the usual wage. And on receiving it, they grumbled against the landowner, saying, These last ones worked only one hour, and you have made them equal to us, who bore the day's burden and the heat. He said to one of them in reply, My friend, I am not cheating you. Did you not agree with me for the usual daily wage? Take what is yours and go. What if I wish to give this last one the same as you? Or am I not free to do as I wish with my own money? Are you envious because I am generous? Thus, the last will be first, and the first will be last. The Gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So I've been a priest for 38 years as of last August, that which means that this is now the 13th time that we've had this gospel reading from St. Matthew show up. And I would be willing to bet that in the course of those 12 previous homilies, 12 previous occasions of preaching this word, that at least half of them, at least half of them, someone has come up after Mass and said something like, Father, I don't want to throw Jesus under the bus or anything, but I'm going to throw him under the bus. He's wrong. And you say, Jesus is wrong? Good Catholic saying Jesus is wrong? Yes, Jesus is wrong. He doesn't understand what it's like to be a businessman. He doesn't understand what it is to be somebody who has to make a living. He doesn't understand economics. 
He's wrong on all this stuff because it is just not just. It is not fair in this world of ours to have somebody earn as much for one hour's work as someone who's put in 8 or 10 or 12 hours. That's not fair. That's not just. And even more, it's really bad for business. It's really bad for the economy. Because if everybody can get a full day's wage for just working one hour, no one will want to work two or four or ten or twelve hours anymore. And say, oh, okay, I get it. I understand what you're saying. And uh, coffee and donuts are right now. <laughs> You can really imagine St. Peter making those same objections right after Jesus tells this parable. Because Peter, well, he has a way of sticking his, his uh, foot in, in all kinds of trouble through the Gospels. And he's always saying the wrong thing. And, and he probably was a small businessman himself. You know, he, he, he and his brother and his dad had a little fishing company. And, you know, they had to earn their living like everybody else. And they probably had to occasionally hire workers to fix the boat and tend the nets. And, and maybe occasionally sub for somebody who didn't show up, whatever. So Peter would have known what it's like to be a small businessman. And his reaction to this story of people getting paid all the same for different amounts of work would have scratched him the same way it scratches a lot of us so many years later. And you can imagine Peter echoing those same thoughts. You know, Jesus, this isn't fair. This isn't just. This isn't the way you do business. You know, a fair wage for a fair amount of work. That's the way the system works. That's what keeps our economy rolling. That's what keeps people from becoming just a bunch of loafers who expect a full day's wage for, for doing practically nothing, for sitting around at their office desk playing games on the computer. And, and Jesus maybe would have said to Peter, oh, well, I get it. I understand what you're saying, and it's coffee and donuts time. <laughs> but he probably said more than that. You can imagine Jesus sort of nodding and agreeing sort of with Peter and listening to him attentively as he ranted on about how wrong Jesus is with his parable. And then he would have said something like, Peter, I'd like to ask you a couple of questions about your point of view here. And Peter said, okay. He knows he's in trouble. <laughs> Jesus says, Peter, you're a married man and you have some kids. And your kids help with the household tasks. So one day one of your kids is really sick. And he has to stay the day in bed. And he can't go join his brothers and sisters in cleaning the garage or whatever. And at the end of the day, you as a father, would you say to that son, you don't get any food today because you didn't work? And Peter would say, of course not. He was sick. He needs food all the more. We'd give him more food than the others. And Jesus would say, so it is with God. Peter, you have two employees, two guys who help you with your boats and your nets and your fishing. 
One of them is young and healthy, single, has no big responsibilities in life yet. For him, his daily wage is all lettuce. It's all gravy. It's all frosting on the cake. Your other worker has 10 kids at home, aged 11 to 1. And he struggles to feed those kids. And he doesn't know how he's going to buy the next day's bread. Would you, as an employer, not be tempted at least out of generosity and compassion and care to slip that guy with 10 kids at home a little extra money to get through the day? And Peter would say, well, of course I would. Jesus says, why? Out of compassion and care. You want to be generous to people who are in need. And Jesus would say, and so it is with God. And then finally, maybe Jesus would pull out the big guns and he'd say, Peter, Peter, if you were God, Peter now knows he's in big trouble. <laughs> Peter, if you were God, you were God the Father, and you had created two wonderful, beautiful human beings and blown your spirit into their nostrils and raised them up and given them life from the clay of the earth. You have two people, two wonderful creatures that you love dearly. And one of them lives his life Perfectly, He goes to the synagogue. He reads the scriptures. He's just and fair with everyone. He has a beautiful family. And he comes to the end of his life and he is at peace. And the other has taken the straying way. You know, he's gotten into bad things, made bad decisions for himself. Things have not gone well. It seems like one tragedy after another has afflicted him. He's fallen into this addiction and that addiction. But at the end of his life, he hungers and thirsts for God and righteousness and feels terrible about all the mistakes he's made. And you're God and you love both of these people whom you have created. And it's time to welcome them into the kingdom of God. And you say to the one who has lived a good life, come, you've been a good man, enter the kingdom and enjoy its joys and its blessings and its graces. Would you then say to the other who hungers and thirsts for love and life and justice and for freshness and newness after a terrible life of struggle and turmoil, I'm sorry you come late to the wedding feast, my friend. Therefore, you only get a very, very small portion of the joys of heaven. You take your place over there under the table and eat the scraps. And Peter says, of course not. If I were God, I would never do that to that poor guy. Why? Jesus asks. It's only fair. It's only just. Peter 
What you have to come to understand is that God's love is not a wage that is earned. Peter, what you have to come to understand is that the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven with all of its blessings and graces and joys is not a prize you merit. Peter, 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 what you have to understand about God is that for God, grace is always, 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 I say it again, a gift and only a gift.